me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Hi, welcome to Simple Joe. I am Joe. Today is Saturday, February 13th, 2021. And this is the show where you will hear me talk about things that strike my interest. Really? The real reason I do the show is to help me to become a better podcaster. I made a commitment 28, 9, whatever, how many days ago to podcast every day simply to get my practice in. And that's what you're hearing right now. Joe practicing podcasting, trying to eliminate the ums, trying to eliminate the uhs, just trying to become a better podcaster, trying to slow down, get better at reading out loud trying to get better at reading so it sounds natural. Tell me how I did. I would certainly appreciate hearing from you. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com for your feedback, and I would certainly appreciate it. And I appreciate you listening, although you may be the only one. Thank you. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to some very special new listeners from the Geekin' on WDW podcast. That's Geekin' on the WDW podcast. WDW stands for Walt Disney World, of course. A very good friend of mine, Connecticut Kurt, is uh, the leader of that group. He has a fantastic podcast at Geekin' on WW, Geekin' on WDW.com. And a little later in this episode, Folks, you'll hear what you're looking for. I promise. In the weather today, it is currently 26 degrees Fahrenheit in Cincinnati, Ohio. We saw a high of 30 degrees today and a low of 18. Tomorrow, it'll be 28 degrees Fahrenheit for a high and a low of 18. Monday, we're in for it, guys. Snowmageddon, white death will be upon us. If I understand right, we're expected to get another four to eight inches of snow Monday and Tuesday. That's on top of the, I don't know, probably 10 inches we've had over the past week or so, 10 inches. That sounds about right. Some of you uh, in the more northern parts of my listening listener area, I guess you would say, <laughs> are laughing at me, and I can certainly appreciate that laugh away. Man, I had a day today. I had a day today working on the house all day again today. Uh, got over there doing, continue to do some painting and some patching and so forth. A little bit here, a little bit there, just consistent movement a little bit every single day. I got some good news and I got some bad news today. The good news is our carpet is going to be installed earlier than we thought. The bad news is it's going to be installed really early, which means they're going to start installing the carpet next Monday. That means that I have to spend, (laughs) I don't know, or we're not even done being, we're not even done painting yet. So we wanted to get done painting and patching completely before they put the carpet in and the new flooring for the bathrooms in the kitchen. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. So, man, I'm going to have to be careful painting. Believe me, I'm a slopper and a splatterer. My wife will kill me if I get paint on that brand new carpet. So it is. I'll be careful. 
Today in 1919, Tennessee Ernie Ford was born. Uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford was an American country music singer. He died in 1991. He would have been 102 years old today. He's known for a lot of hits. Probably the one I, I remember most is that song that called 16 Tons. 16 Tons, what do you get? And I think he had a really deep voice like that. I'm not sure. But Tennessee Ernie Ford would have been 102 years old today. In 1923, Chuck Yeager, the test pilot, was who was the first man to break the sound barrier. He, um, he would have been 98 years old today i'm not sure when he died i think he died last year actually yeah he died last year chuck yeager died last year and if chuck if i'm right about chuck yeager he was he was never he never had a college degree and so he couldn't go on to be an astronaut but every single astronaut astronaut and every single person in that program said that chuck yeager by far was the single best pilot they knew he was born today in 1923 in 1942, Peter Tork of the Monkees, hey, hey, we're the Monkees, would have been 79 years old today. He died in 2019. Peter Tork was, um, I don't know where you would put him in the Monkees scheme of things. And if I were to rate the Monkees, my favorite Monkees, I would say Peter, not Peter Tork, um, Mickey Dolenz, probably my favorite Monkey followed by Mike Nesmith, followed by Davy Jones, and then Peter Tork. Not necessarily the least favorite, but those, four, those, those other three kind of made the list. All four of them. Really funny guys. Really good group. I mean, good musicians, good singers. I thought their songs were good. I, I liked watching the Monkey Show when I was a kid. Uh, but Peter Tork would have been 79 years old today. In 1944, Jerry Springer was born today talk show host and jerry springer also was the mayor of cincinnati back in the 80s maybe 70s you all know jerry springer as the talk show host the guy that brings on the weirdest of the weird that makes humanity look bad uh just crazy talk show crazy talk show host no holds barred no subject left edit it or whatever you want to call it. But I know Jerry Springer as the former mayor of Cincinnati. And he is known best infamously for bouncing a check to a prostitute. Yes, that's true. Jerry Springer bounced a check to a prostitute in the 1970s. I don't know if he was, I think he was mayor at the time, actually. I'm not sure. But he would have been, he is 77 years old today. In 1994, Stockard Channing played Rizzo in the movie Grease. She is 77 years old today. 1950, Mr. Sledgehammer himself, Peter Gabriel, was born today. He is 71 years old. Peter Gabriel also was the lead singer to Genesis. He left Genesis to go on to a successful solo career and brought, um, that brought Phil Collins into the mix as the lead singer and drummer extraordinaire. In 1952, Ed Gagliardi was born. He is 69 years old today. The reason this is significant, it's, it's almost become a running joke here. Now on uh, the Simple Joe show, in 1952, Ed Gagliardi was born. You don't know him. You've never heard of him, have you? 
but you've heard of his group. He is the bassist. <laughs> he is the bassist for Foreigner. Foreigner had hit upon hit upon hit into from the 70s, 80s, maybe even to the 90s. Huge, huge hits. Sold out arenas. Didn't know the bassist player, the bass player though, did you? Ed Gagliardi was the bass player for Foreigner. He died in 2014. God rest his soul. He would have been 69 years old today. In 1961, Henry Rollins was born today. He is the original thrash metalist in my mind. He uh, kind of that grunge, thrash, screamo, not really scream, that just thrash metal, that deep growling kind of heavy metal. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but he was the original. He was in a group called Black Flag, I think was the name of the group. He's actually now, he's an intellectual. He's a podcaster, radio host, commentator. When you hear him speak, a very, very smart man. 1961, Henry Rollins was born today. Happy birthday, Henry Rollins. Let's continue on with our 18 destructive habits holding you back from success by Deep Patel from entrepreneur.com. To quickly review the first nine, because right because today we will be on 10, 11, and 12. Number one, seeking approval. Number two, shifting the blame. Number three, undefined goals. Number four, neglecting your health. And number five on the list of 18 destructive habits holding you back, self-doubt. Number six, inaction. Number seven, feeding distraction. Number eight, putting yourself or others down. Number nine, staying in your comfort zone. Number 10, the need to always be perfect. Nobody is perfect. Constantly striving for perfection only sets an unattainable bar for yourself. Just as there are things in life you will be good at, so too will there be areas in which you struggle. You will falter at times and fly at times. Instead of setting unattainable expectations for yourself, accept that you will make mistakes. If you learn from those mistakes, you will grow stronger from those experiences. This need to always be perfect. Perfect. You've heard me talk about it in these previous previous shows. The idea of perfectionism. When people think about perfectionism, they think, well, how can that person be a perfectionist? They don't even have their life together. She doesn't even have her life together. In fact, they're a hoarder. Much, much of hoarding, and I'm not a hoarder, by the way, but much of hoarding stems from perfectionism. If somebody can't do something perfect, they don't do it at all which means they don't take care of their stuff. They don't throw anything away. They are afraid of that the thing that they have will be needed one day, will be perfectly needed one day. Uh, Much of what we do that is bad for us stems from perfectionism. We don't take action because of perfectionism, because we want to do it perfectly. And if we don't do it perfectly, or we don't think we can do it perfectly, we don't do it at all. We don't want to be judged for doing something imperfectly. We don't want to be ridiculed for doing something imperfectly. We want to be perfect. That's part of the reason I do this show is to fumble over my words sometimes, to make mistakes, to have to start a sentence over, but I don't edit this show. There is a show that I, that I do edit. I do a podcast called On Faith's Edge at onfaithsedge.com. Haven't released one in quite a while. I'm kicking that show off soon. But the reason I'm doing this show every day is so I can make mistakes. 
so I can just go do it. And the, the need to always be perfect holds us back. Go out and make mistakes. Do it on purpose. Go out with the intention of screwing it up and screwing it up as many times as you possibly can. I think Thomas Edison said it best when he said, I didn't find, I didn't make, I'm, I'm, now I'm screwing this up. Uh, intentionally, I'm screwing it up intentionally just to make a mistake. I didn't fail 10,000 times in making a light bulb. I found out 10,000 ways to not make a light bulb. And that attitude shift really makes sense. And we can use that in many places in our lives. But the need to always be perfect will screw us up. It does me. There's a book that I read, and I wish I could remember the name of it, but it's, it's called How to Be a Perfectionist. Excuse me. How to Be an Imperfectionist. I just got done reading this, reading this book, and I can't remember the author. I, I made some comments on it a couple episodes back, probably in the beginning of the, epi- of, of the show. Um, but pick up that book. How to Be an Imperfectionist. Really, really good book. That was number 10, The Need to Always Be Perfect. Number 11, Waiting for the Right Time. If you refuse to jump in the fray until it feels like the right time, you may spend your life as a bench warmer. It's only thing, it's, excuse me, it's one thing to make calculated risks by watching the economy or taking the time to fine tune your skills, but don't let fear keep you from moving forward. If you never start, you will never succeed. There is never a right time. You can always find a reason to not do it. You can always find a reason to not take action. Step forward. You'll hear me say a thousand times, go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you'll see further. I'll probably say it a hundred more times. That may be my favorite saying, go as far as you can see. And when you get there, you'll see further. There's never going to be the perfect time. There's never going to be the right time. Do it. Go forward, make your mistakes, and make corrections along the way. If you wait for the right time, you'll do nothing. Number 12, that was number 11. Number 12, not having a budget. Careless spending can easily lead to financial undoing, which will seriously undermine your chances for success. Even something as simple as not paying attention to small costs can really add up. Are your random or impulsive purchases sucking your budget dry? Setting a budget can keep you on track financially. In addition, if you stick with good money habits, you will have fewer money anxieties. So you can devote your time and energy to the things that really matter most. I've got two words for you. I don't, I don't know what you're going to think about this, but these are two words. Dave Ramsey. Go read everything you can that Dave Ramsey has written. The money makeover plan that he has, the envelope system will help you get control of your money. It'll help you get out of debt. It's hard. Believe me, it's hard, but it works. And it's so simple. Not easy, but simple. His debt snowball, simple. Not easy. You got to be disciplined, but you will be so glad you did. Spend your money twice, once on paper and once when you really spend it. If you spend your money twice, meaning you, you, you make plans for it the first time and then you actually spend it 
in that plan, you will be so far ahead of most everybody else. Take care of your money. Stay out of debt. There is no, really, there is no good debt. I don't, I think it's a a bane on our society, the amount of debt that we have and how easily we go into debt. This may be a, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a personal uh, attack on anybody, but man, I've been in debt and I, I have very little debt right now, just, but it's hard. It's hard and it was hard to get out of debt, but it's worth it. Not having a budget will destroy you and you won't even know it because it's incremental. I've seen people get, you know, these stimulus checks are, are a perfect example. I, I know of somebody that the first thing that they did when they got their stimulus check is, and this is somebody that could not pay their rent. They went out and spent, a, spent their whole stimulus check on one big screen television. One big screen television. Couldn't pay their rent. Now, did that boost the economy? I guess in small, some small way it did. But those small incremental those small incremental expenditures that you don't plan for will kill you, will kill you. Get a budget, get out of debt, check out Dave Ramsey. Sorry for preaching. That's my soapbox on not having a budget. So we covered 10, 11, and 12 today. The need to always be perfect, waiting for the right time, and not having a budget. Here's the deal. Would you rather never get angry or never get jealous. Never get angry or never get jealous. I think I would rather never get jealous versus never get angry. I think there's time for righteous anger, uh, tempered and controlled, but to never be jealous, to never be envious, to never look over and kind of have that pang of wanting what the next person has, uh, feeling like the grass is greener or they're doing better, that, that envy, that jealousy, that's a poisonous emotion. That's a poisonous emotion that will drag you down. It, you, will, you will become ungrateful. You will become, and this is speaking from experience, by the way, envy and jealousy will drag you down. It drags me down. So if I had the choice to never get angry or never get jealous, never get jealous. I'll take some anger here and there. I think it's a good thing. Uh, controlled and righteous anger is a, is a good thing. But man, jealousy will crush you. Never get jealous. There's my answer. So for all you folks at the Grand Geekin' Gathering in Disney World this week, I think this is... This is coming up Wednesday. Today is uh, Saturday night. I think you guys are all kicking it off on Wednesday, if I remember Kurt telling me right. Gathering in Disney World this week, and your listeners to Kurt Stone's Geekin' on WDW podcast at geekin'onwdw.com. Your secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. The secret word is Kevin Curtis Allen. Allen. Now head over to thesimplejoe.com slash geek and type in that secret word to be entered into the contest to win a geekin' on WDW long sleeve t-shirt compliments of Kurt 
and me. Again, go to simplejoe.com slash geek and enter in the secret word, Kevin Curtis Allen. And my gosh, have a blast at Disney World this week. Kurt has an amazing podcast. He has an amazing group. I watch you guys on Facebook. Uh, I know Kurt really well. I've known him for several years. He's a great guy. Uh, suffice, he's, a, he's just a great guy. And this is an amazing group, amazing family of Disney-loving people. And I appreciate you listening. Again, go to simplejoe.com slash geek. Type in that, type in that secret word, Kevin Curtis Allen, and you will be entered to win. Let's wrap up for today. You can reach me on Twitter at at 4JoeTaylor. And if you like the show, I would really appreciate it if you told a couple friends. Let them know, however, that this is Joe just practicing podcasting. Set the stage form, set expectations. But I really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. My website is thesimplejoe.com. I will talk with you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.